Welcome to On the Edge with April Mahoney Brains. Here, this is the spot where the conversations are pointed, the guests are sharp, and the responses are never dull. Did you bring your thinking caps? Because it's time to put them on. Because the conversation starts now. Welcome to On the Edge with April Mahoney Brains. This is the spot, the hot spot, the best podcast on the planet. We're at the place where the conversation is pointed and the guests are sharp and the responses are what? They're never dull. Today, we are going to the resort community of Colorado. Oh, yes. With a food truck owner. I'm going to talk to her about that food truck. But also, she is working with Mindset Mastery and Coaching. She's been able to edit, filter, and pivot. We talk to a lot of people about mindset. Everybody's definition, everybody's procedure is different. So we're going to go down this lane with Tanya Richards to see exactly what she means by that and what she's pouring into other individuals, but what she's also received. Because again, there's a cost to be a boss. I know. So let's welcome her to the edge. How are you, Tanya? Hello. Hello, Brains. Hello, April. How are you? I'm feeling like $5 million. And you? Awesome. Yeah, I'm doing fabulous. All right. Well, that's that's half the battle is to feel it. So many people don't feel their feelings. They get stuck. It is a choice when you wake up in the morning to say what kind of day you're going to have. Wouldn't you agree? Absolutely. Yes. Your morning sets the tone for the entire rest of your day. Absolutely. And then be grateful at night for the day that you had and start preparing yourself for the next day. Tell us a little bit about how you show up in the world and how you prepare yourself every day. Oh my gosh. So I show up with absolute intention with my day. Uh, My mornings are started by journaling. I find that, you know, being able to write down what you're thankful and grateful for and blessed um, to share that in your journal, to get your thoughts out, to just put pen to paper. It is just such a powerful tool each morning. Uh, I like to spend five to 10 minutes doing that sometimes longer. You know, if you've got something really, if you know, my brain's just working, I just let it go, but at least five to 10 minutes talking about what I'm thankful for, what I'm grateful for, um, what my intentions are for the day. I write out my affirmations and then I say those affirmations out loud. I actually have an app that I use that I record my affirmations and then I listen to those uh, in the morning as well. And then a quick, yeah. And then a a 10 minute meditation to get my day started. You know, uh, I had to, I was telling somebody else the other day, I had to dial back on my meditation. I had to tell God to slow it down. Girl, I I was getting these downloads of amazing ideas. I was having all these dreams. I had a laundry list of things to do. And I was like, Lord, can you dial back and give that to me in bite-sized pieces? (laughs) Because sometimes we get overwhelmed. We do. We get overwhelmed and we're continuously thinking. You do a great thing. You do a brain dump. And that's what journaling is. It's able to take that, set it aside and say, hey, I'm going to come back to this 
but these are the processes that are running through my head right now. Tell us a yes. little bit about your, your history. My history? So I grew up in the grocery industry. I started when I was 16 years old. I was only a, um, a, a week after I turned 16. I started in that industry because I didn't want to do food. I didn't want to do the Taco Bells and the the fast food industry. So I started at a, at a grocery store in 1990. So I worked over 25 years for them. I ended up becoming a store manager is how I ended up in the resort community of Colorado. It was a smaller grocery chain that's kind of got bought out and then that got bought out and uh, it was part of a very large corporation. And uh, my my daughter started having kids and I didn't want to be married to that life anymore. So I kind of took a step back and uh, decided I was going to more live for the moment, be present with the family and and just start some some new adventures. So I did a few other things as well before uh, getting into the food truck business um, a year ago, exactly a year ago, this, this last weekend, Memorial day weekend was our, was our anniversary. So we're going to talk about that in just a second, but the grocery industry, you and yes. I have a parallel. Let me tell you, that was my second job. My boyfriend had a job. He became a bagger at a, a major chain grocery store. And I was like, wow, he's in the union. He's making good money. So I started, then I became a checker. Then I yep. went to, but you know, I loved that job. I I did too. You know, loved as it. long as I could stand on my feet, girl, I was a killer bagger. I could flip the cans. I could, <laughs> I could make it the right weight. I could scan. I really loved it. And so as I matured, I took on a job now uh, within like the last five years, I was a product demonstrator. So I would go in and I would do the demos in the grocery store. Oh, fun. Just the connection with the people. Yes. And people did not realize and underestimated that you were an essential worker during the COVID pandemic. Could you imagine if there was nobody there to scan your water? Right. And, the and your toilet paper? Right. Oh, my God. <laughs> toilet paper and paper towels. <laughs> people thought they were going to survive off that. <laughs> but it's a hard job because you work holidays, you work nights. You have to manage the people and you have to keep them motivated. I found joy in it. A lot of people just think it's like slave labor, but it's not. It's a very, very uh, important uh, position. You have up-leveled and now you're not just selling the food, but you're producing the food. You went and bought yourself a food truck. Tell us about okay. the food truck and that experience and why you opt to do that. I love Okay. That. Yeah. So the reason I opted to do that, I was working for another another company that I loved. I was doing business to business sales. So I was out and about in the community, um, which is what I love. I love connecting with the people um, because I had been the store manager in the same community at the grocery store. I knew a lot of businesses. I know, I know a ton of people um, loved that job. I was also doing uh, affiliate marketing with some companies and I was putting on Facebook. Hey, join us for this. I think it was a mindset class. Join us for this class, one o'clock PM on zoom. I put it out there. I got called into my manager's office, my boss's office. And she asked me not to post on social media about my other jobs 
because it might confuse her customers. And I was like blown away that she was asking me not to post on my own personal social media. And we had been looking at this food truck. Some friends of ours owned it. And I told my husband, I don't want to do food. I don't want to do food. Um, you know, the, the deli at the grocery store was a nightmare with food temperature monitoring and food safety and just, you know, keeping everything clean so nobody gets sick. I was just like, I'm not doing food. I came home that night and I'm like, I'm doing food. I'm doing food. And I gave him, I gave my, my company, my, I gave him a three week notice on Monday. This was a Friday. I gave her my notice on Monday and I just took that leap of faith that I've got the, the, the grocery experience. I've got the ability to learn whatever I want and I can, I can do this. So you could manage I took this. You could manage schedules. You knew about, you know, what, what it took, food temperature, all that. Yes. You had a desire to still connect with people. And the best way to connect with people is over some grub. Yep. You know, I it don't is. Know what happens. If anything happens, if you invite someone out for a meal, the whole conversation changes. The whole trajectory of what you're about to do changes. And you know what? I can agree and disagree with the former employer, okay? For the simple fact is that number one, I don't like her snooping on my personal, uh, <laughs> that, you know, that was, I thought was an invasion of my personal privacy. Um, I understand the confusion. You don't mix apples and oranges, but there might be an uh, element of envy. You know, I've worked at jobs and had a part-time job and they go, oh, well, you're spending too much time on your part-time job and not dedicating to this. Well, they're jealous because I'm making some money. So it's a lot to that. But to run a food truck is, I'm sure, not easy. You got a heavy commitment. You got a lot of flexibility. But when people are looking for your food truck, they're looking for, what is your specialty? So we do uh, corn dogs. That is, we're called Colorado Corn Dog Company. That was the name. It's all logoed. So we do corn dogs. I've added um, burgers, wings. Uh, we're at a brewery full time. So I don't move very often because it's, it's not easy. That is not easy. Whoever like moves their truck around day to day, God bless you, because that is a chore. So we're there almost, I would say 95% of the time. So we've got appetizers, anything that's going to go with beer out on the patio. Wow. Uh, with friends. That's, yeah. a, that's a perfect merit. So, you know, normally Tanya, I do not, um, endorse any sort of you know product on my show because of liability but the one that you are doing is one of my absolute favorites it's pepper awesome. chef i yes yes it tell is tell me about that i i love i've always loved the products i've all they're they're great quality they are long lasting if they have replacement parts that you can buy so you don't have to toss the whole thing you can just get the get the part and I love that about it. So when I bought my food truck, uh, everything that was in it was very generic. You know, it was grocery store equipment. And I wanted to make sure that what I was using was not going to break while I was using it. So I went and joined Pampered Chef so I could get their kit and stock my truck, get anything that wasn't in the truck. I could get that as, at a discounted price. And I decided that I would do a launch party 
and I, I loved it. I had so much fun made, you know, the connections is what I love made a great check and, um, it's, it's gone crazy from there. So, and, I mean, and it, it's compliments at, the truck. Yeah. Again, like I said, you look at the Mary Kay's, you look at the, the, uh, princess house, remember princess house, crystal, uh, you look at Amway. Amway is still in existence. So there yes. are a lot that don't have to be, you know, way again, what is in alignment with you yes. building a team and women love pampered chef. And they love that. I know I just cooked on one of your, I talked to you about that offline on one of those big stone boards. Yes. That mm-hmm. It is the absolute best. So check them out brains. Okay, so you've went from the grocery industry to owning a food truck to now mindset and coaching. You have had it from the ground floor, grassroots, where you have dealt with people, you know, again, saying good morning to them and you seeing their seeing the baby in their belly and then seeing the baby grabbing the stuff off the shelf. Uh, And now you are serving them. They're teenagers, hopefully not at the brewery part, (laughs) but you're doing that. But now you want to take it up a notch. You want to incorporate something else. Why did you decide to go into the coaching arena? More so the mindset arena first and foremost, that is, that is my, my passion. And because that's my passion for myself, I want to teach others to do the same to be able to shift that mindset to create and manifest their desires in, in their life. Um, you know, the food truck is amazing. My, my goal is to kind of shift that to my kids and do mindset coaching full-time. It's a stepping stone for me. And to be able to teach people that you have to have those stepping stones, you're not going to go from here to here right away without building some stairs or climbing a ladder to get to that point. Define the word mindset for me. Minds, I, I think of mindset as changing beliefs that you currently have to beliefs that you need to have to move yourself up that ladder, um, up those steps to where you want to be. So we all have those you know, those limiting beliefs inside of us. I can't do that because I'm not smart enough because I'm not like her. That was, you know, comparing yourself to others because what you see on Facebook, you know, you're seeing their, their highlight reels and, and you're comparing that to your chaotic world (laughs) that you're, that you, you know, you don't see yourself as that person, but being able to really get inside the your your mind travel back in time to find out where those beliefs came from because they didn't just appear they came from somewhere uh most likely when you were a kid and to kind of retrain your brain to think differently so that that is a very long definition of what i and that's what I mindset <laughs> I, want, I want clarity because i'm gonna dial back on a couple things and touch on a couple things and mm-hmm. those of you that are in affiliate you know marketing multi-level marketing whatever don't get your panties in a bunch because i'm about to come at you okay <laughs> this, i am one of those as well okay but this is this is the deal i've been there done that and was very successful but mm-hmm. if you are a team builder 
if you are a motivator, if you have um, aspirations and goals, you will succeed. Mm -hmm. If you are laying there like lunch meat, you're not going to succeed. Exactly. And what happens is there is a duality because when you're building a team, you need as many people as possible to build you up, to keep this, this going and get that residual income. That's the bottom line. Uh, you know, it works for some people. It doesn't work for others. But what always works is the motivation, the inspiration, and the, the self-worthiness that you yes. get when you get that first check. Because there's been great affiliate marketings. Look at Mary Kay. Look at Tupperware. Look at Amway. Look at Herbalife. All of these were very, very successful. Prepaid legal service, okay? But along those same lines, if it doesn't work and you don't uh, achieve the goals or you're at that upper echelon or that upper tier, don't feel like you've been defeated. You've been to the 1-800 ballroom where everybody is hyped. When you leave that room, <laughs> baby, you think that you could sell, you know, heaven to God. Uh, so it is, it's a motivation. And again, it is a mindset. So I see where you get that. And I understand your definition of mindset because it's setting your mind. But now as we progress and with artificial intelligence, it has to be beyond mindset. It's got to be consciousness. We've got to be aware of what we're doing, who we're programming, what jobs are going to be expendable, what jobs are going to be able to be taken over by computers, you know, uh, what jobs are going to be able to be taken over by robots, and what is your yeah. what is your heart's desire? You know, you're building a foundation now to leave a legacy for your children with a food truck, but there's something more that you desire in your life. And so I yes. totally get that. I honor that and I respect that. What do you say to that person that's stuck right now? Maybe they, you know, maybe they don't want to do uh, a regular nine to five and be a, a great W-2 employee because there's honor in being a W-2 employee. This entrepreneurial shit is overrated. Can <laughs> 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 I, I, I tell you, aren't there some days that it's slow on the food truck? Yes. Yes. It, it, and it is slow. And that's a lot of the reason that I have other, other things. I've got my mindset coaching. I have a, a direct sales company. That's what I spend my time doing. I don't like downtime. Some people love it. Want to sit back, scroll their phone, not this girl. Uh, but there are days that I'm like, Oh God, you know what? I would give anything to have, to know that I've got a paycheck every Friday. Like but, you go to the grocery store, you know that you got benefits, you got vacation, you got a 401k, all that is a given. And people just get right? so turned on by that entrepreneur. They think that they're doing something. But let me tell you, it's the hardest job that you can have. You got to build the business. You've got to be able to sell the business. You got to be able to close on the sale. You got to get paid on the sale. You've got to start all over again, doing the same thing all over again. And then when you get bored with it, what do you do? You know, at least in the grocery or whatever industry you're in, there might be room for transfer or uh, advancing. You got to sell this business to gain another business. But what do you tell that person that's just really in this headspace of like, what do I do? I would say, first off, find your passion. And I know that sounds maybe cliche, but it took me a while to find it. I pivoted 
probably three times before I'm like, you know what, this is what I keep coming back to. It's not the, the direct sales where I thought, you know, this is what I want to do and I want to build my team. And I, I, I still love doing that. I absolutely love it, but it wasn't what I kept coming back to when I look at what do I want to do inside my group? What do I want to do in my Facebook community? What do I want to have people know me for? And so that's what I would say. If you are stuck, start with a brain dump, grab that pen and paper. That is always going to be my go-to grab that pen and paper, not type. I don't want you on the computer typing. You want to grab a piece of paper and a pen and just start writing. What do you love? What are you passionate about? What do you feel inside? That's where you need to start. And also looking at your challenges and your obstacles. You know, I tell people, they create these vision boards. They make it seem like Alice in Wonderland. Not on mine. I've got stop signs. I've got obstacles. I've got detours. I've got places where I have to go back. Because sometimes you have to reassess where you are. Everything is not going to be a straight, you know, straight beeline to the top. And in those lows and in those places that you have to stall, that's when you learn. That's when you really kind of take your time. Yes, we're all excited. We're all fired up. But what's your plan B? You always got to have a plan B. That's why when you're an entrepreneur, you have to have multiple revenue streams. Believe you can't just, you know, depend on the podcast. You can't just depend on affiliate marketing. You can't just depend on the food truck. You can't just depend on, you know, the grocery. Grocery industry is tough. You know, it's a lot of wear and tear on the body. Lifting and shifting and putting up displays and all this kind of stuff. So you have to look at everything and then longevity what is your long-term goal i was talking to a friend of mine the other day and this woman had 30 days before she retired she had never traveled she was so excited uh died mm-hmm. so you're living yeah. you're living and working to 65 to maybe live a couple 11 years i taught mr magnificent a bad habit i taught him how to call in sick he never knew how to call in sick and I said baby you don't have to give no whole bunch of excuses I won't be in today you have time on the books I don't want to be looking over in your coffin and say oh Mr. Magnificent was so wonderful he was a hard worker but you know and we had planned to go to Egypt and we had planned to eat at you know the the, the top of the uh the food truck in there in Colorado at the (laughs) resort with Tanya and we never made it you have to live in the moment. Live for so, today. Yeah, they're, they're, they're struggling. We were talking about that in the green room, how expensive it is to live. And it's not just here in California. Here in California, it's way crazy. But, you know, other places around the world, you're going to have to pitch you a tent out in the woods somewhere and fight with the bears here in a minute. Yeah. yeah. It's crazy. It's crazy. So where do you see yourself in about five years from now? Five years from now, I am going to be, I'm going to turn off my phone. I am going to be traveling with my husband. We are going to have, uh, um, he, he's more into the, what kind of motor home. Um, he's got it all in his head. We want one with a king size bed. Cause we're both big people and washer and dryer. And we are going to hook up either the food truck 
or my a, a truck or Jeep to that RV and we are going to travel and we are just, we are going to see the country and take the business on the road. So we can still do coaching. He is an amazing, amazing um, coach. He can bring a team together and uh, that, that is his jam. So uh, bringing him on board with the coaching is, is our plan for five years to be able to do that. So well, Mr. Magnificent is about to retire. He's got about 14 months from his second career. <laughs> That's awesome. And he said he's not doing a damn thing. <laughs> I said nothing. He says, no. He says, I just want to be able to wake up and not be responsible to do anything. To do anything. Says, yes. Oh. And he wants to do that too. He wants to get a, a motor home and drive. And I said, I don't know if I want to do all of that. I said, we have to stop at a resort and hop on a plane every now and then. But our goal yeah. too is to see all 50 states. You know, you see everything else around the world, but you have not explored the beauty that's here. That's here. Exactly. So let me ask you some fun questions about you. Okay. All right. If you were an appliance in the refrigerator, Tanya Richards, what appliance would you be? An appliance in the refrigerator? I'm sorry, in the kitchen. In the kitchen. Oh, in the kitchen? Okay, in the kitchen. I would be a mixer because I love to just kind of throw everything together and mix it, mix up my life, my world, keep everything spinning. Um, and then have a, have a party from the bowl. I don't know. <laughs> you know, I can't, I can't tell you how many people would like to be a mixer. I want to be the stove because I want to keep it hot. Keep it hot. <laughs> I want to keep it hot. Absolutely. <laughs> If you have three magical wishes, just whimsical, anything, what would they be? Three magical wishes. I would want to make sure that my daughter is taken care of with her kids. I have three grandbabies. I would, oh my gosh, I have, I have never thought about this question since I was a kid. Three magical wishes. Um, that my dog would live forever because I love him so very much. Oh. He's the emotional support dog I didn't know that I needed. Mm -hmm. and oh i would have to say uh wipe cancer off of this earth that's beautiful all right we're gonna ask you some this or that okay chocolate or ice cream chocolate uh green or red red uh daisies or roses roses um Yes or no? Yes. Those are very powerful answers. Um, I like to ask people those questions because it it gives me an insight to their character, to what they think about, you know. Red is a very fiery color that you are more on the yes side of making a decision than you are on the no side, that, you know, you enjoy mixing things up and not staying stuck. Yeah. So when you ask people these kind of questions, you know, people say, oh, well, what is that all about? It's a key insight to who they are. I asked a woman one time, what kind of animal would she be? She told me she'd be a snake. I was like, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I said, and why is that? She says, well, because I stay low. She says, and I know how to strike. I go after what I want. I consume it. 
And um, then I'm, you know, and then I shed. I hired her because sometimes you need a snake to go in and do the things that you don't want to do. That is awesome. But, but she knew who she was. Mm-hmm. So again, knowing who you are is key to knowing what you want to do. Writing things down, doing a brain dump gives you a release, but also shows you what is inside your mind. It's one thing to let it keep running around and spinning, right. but when you can look at it or when you have a journal and you can go back and you, you go back to your journal, you know, three months from now, you go, wow, look at where I, where I was and look at where I aspire to be. And I am so proud of all your accomplishments. Um, again, like I said, the grocery industry was one of my favorite jobs ever. Uh, was one of my favorite places. I like the grocery store better than the mall. You can tell by my midsection. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, your dreams, your, your aspirations, and your ability to build a team, motivate them, and also work with their mindset to keep them inspired and to be able to process things when things are difficult. Please tell my brains how to get in contact with you, Tanya. Uh, also, where that food truck is located there in Colorado. Yes. Football season, whatever. We want them to come by and see you. And then if you have any current offerings. Uh, yes. So right, uh, you can find me at um, tanyarichards.com. And it's Tanya with a J. My mom didn't know how to spell. Um, so T-O-N-J-A richards.com, uh, that has all of my, my links for, you know, the affiliate programs, anything I'm doing inside my Facebook community, that is all there as well. Um, also my direct sales company that is in there as well. And my food truck is located in Frazier, Colorado. We are just close to winter park. So we're just like, we're actually like adjoined to Winter Park. You don't even know you're going from one town to the next. So the Winter Park Resort community, the uh, train actually drops off right behind my food truck. So people come up from the Denver area on the Amtrak a lot, and we're right there. The uh, brewery that I'm at is called Camber Brewing Company. We're right behind it. And We've got a beautiful patio. So if you are in the area, I would absolutely love to love to see you and say hi. Well, and get one of those amazing corn dogs and report. Yeah, yes, they are so good. They are they are amazing. They are amazing. We hand dip them and fry oh, wow. them and they are. They do are you do any gourmet stuff like put jalapenos in them and make a. We do you have jalapeno corn dogs? We Ooh, do there. And then do an aioli sauce. Mm. Make my mouth uh, uh, and and then we do we can do a corn dog a chili cheese corn dog so we put chili on the top and then we put some cheese and you got the corn dog underneath mm, mm, you mm. know I can I'm turn sorry. a corn dog into it's gourmet wow. all right <laughs> you are you are gourmet you are the entree yes you are <laughs> thank you so much and thank you so much Tanya brains go in thank you thank you thank check you for mindset. Check your mindset, check your feeling, gauge your pulse, know what you want. Try to figure out what you want. You know, work with great people like Tanya Richards. Um, work with her in her affiliate marketing program. You need a little additional income. It never hurts you, but make sure it's in alignment with your values. Make sure that it's something that you can stay committed to. Don't overpromise and underdeliver on that, this, or your life. Thank you so much for being here with me, Tanya. You are the best. Thank you so much for having me.